Welcome to the Microgreens Podcast. I'm your host, Todd Marsh, and I'm on a mission to help you, teach you, and motivate you to grow flavorful and nutritious microgreens in your home. Each Microgreens Podcast is meant to supplement content published on homemicrogreens.com, but in reality, the show is more about sharing with you the joys of growing your own food. Not only is it more nutritious, but seeing those plants grow will lift your spirits, bring a smile to your face, and give you a positive outlook on life. Let's get started. Welcome to episode 9 of the Microgreens podcast. In today's episode, we're going to ask the question, can you reuse microgreen soil? As I mentioned in episode number 7 of the Microgreens podcast, this is one of the most frequently asked questions I get, is can you reuse the soil after you harvest microgreens? And my answer has always been, no, you can't reuse the soil. But I think I'm going to have to change my tone. I might not recommend reusing the soil, but a recent experiment I ran sort of proved me wrong on that. So we're going to have to re-examine this. There is an article associated with this podcast, and it's titled Reusing Microgreen Soil. I messed up on this one. See the proof. And that's exactly what that blog post does. It really goes through my uh, test experiment on whether you can reuse soil. I admit that I sort of messed up on this one, and the photos definitely show proof that you can reuse microgreen soil. Again, there's another question is, should you reuse it? And we'll try to answer that at the end of the podcast. So why did I think you couldn't reuse microgreen soil? If you took a look at a tray of microgreens after you harvest it, you'd know why. It's just a bunch of stubbles left out in the soil. Um, I wouldn't, I didn't think that you could get any seeds down to the soil, but still, you know, it was a question that kept coming up and coming up, and I would just sort of pontificate saying, no, you can't, no, you can't, you can't use it, don't use it. And I really wanted to prove to myself that you couldn't use it. So that's what this test was all about. So I took three trays of microgreens. Two of them I just cut down really close to the soil level. They were all broccoli, by the way, right down to the soil level. Just left the roots in place and, you know, as close as I could get with a pair of scissors to the soil. The third tray I dumped into another tray, and then I separated all the root matter and the plant matter and added a little bit more soil uh, to the mix and then put that into a tray. And in that I grew broccoli. And one of the, what I'm going to call the in situ trays, where I just cut the stubble down, I grew radishes, triton radishes. And in the last tray I grew wasabi mustard. And I did that with a doming method. So the broccoli and the radish, I sprinkled the seed onto the tray like I normally would watered it, put some water on the tray, put the seed down and watered the seed in. And then I stacked the trays up and put weight on them. So the radish tray was in situ and the broccoli tray was the, was the soil that I had dumped out, took all the plant matter out and put it back into the tray. For the last tray that I cut down to just the uh, soil and left it in situ, I planted the wasabi mustard and I did that with the dome method. So I basically wet the soil, put the seed on, Missed the seeds again, and then I tipped another watering tray and put it upside down on top of the planting tray so it acts like a dome. Then I just went through the normal procedures. I put them on the rack, um, put a tea towel over the top of them to keep light off, and I really didn't do anything with them until the third day. When I took the tea towels off, boy, was I really, really shocked. I was surprised and shocked. Because the radishes had really grown up, they were lifting the weight and the mustard tray right up off of it, and they looked really, really good, especially the broccoli and the radishes. If you want to see this whole procedure, 
Just go to homemicrogreens.com forward slash 009. That's the show notes for this podcast. And there will be a link at the bottom to the associated um, article. Not only do I have pictures of all this, but I actually have a video of how I treated the trays when I harvested the broccoli off them, how I clipped them down, how I seeded them, and um, the results of how they grew. And in fact, the um, featured image on the article is the, the finished results of the broccoli, the radishes, and the wasabi mustard. So again, if you're not on the blog post itself right now watch or listening to this podcast, just go to homemakergreens.com forward slash 009, and you can find links right to the associated article in the, in the uh, show notes. So why was I really shocked? The main reason I was shocked was I thought, I, I mean, I knew they would grow. Microgreen seeds are going to grow regardless, but it doesn't mean you're going to get a good tray of microgreens out of them. And that's what I expected. I expected um, irregular, patchy, maybe even some dampening off disease forming on them, um, areas that were bare, areas that weren't growing well. But boy, was I wrong. The radishes were just beautiful. Same with the broccoli. The broccoli is about two days behind the radishes. Um, the radishes were actually ready to harvest in five days. The broccoli was ready in seven. Probably could have gone to nine, but I harvested them at seven days. They were just uh, full trays. None of the old broccoli had um, sprouted or grown and gone through them. They were just pristine, nice trays of microgreens. So I was really, really surprised. Another thing I was really worried about was the fact that the soil that we use, even though I use a, you know, I make a really good soil, is still it's cocoa core based, so it doesn't have a whole lot of nutrients in it like a garden soil would have. So I wasn't sure if there'd be enough nutrients to grow these plants, you know, to a full thick tray. Again, it's only been five or seven days after, and I have grown basil in the same soils for 20 or 30 days, but I just didn't know for sure if it would really grow that well um, the second time in the tray. And again, I was shocked. I was wrong. They grew just beautiful. Now, the mustard was a little bit different. Now, the mustard, again, remember, was uh, grown with a dome, so the seed was just sprinkled on. There was no weight holding the seeds onto the soil, and I think a lot of those seeds didn't really have good soil um, to seed contact, and they may have dried out a little bit. So the germination was a little poor, especially around the edges. The uh, wasabi mustard, which generally does grow really thin when it's young, but it grows pretty evenly, was uh, high in some areas, low in other areas. And the broccoli, in this case, which again had just been tripped down short, some of the broccoli was growing up through. So I don't know if in the radish case, the radishes grew so thick and shaded the broccoli out and it didn't get a chance to grow the old broccoli that is and with the wasabi mustard it's a little bit wispier and thin and maybe it got some light and started to grow i'm not sure i probably should have tested the mustard in the tray where i sorted out all the roots and and the other plant material just like i did with the broccoli maybe i'll do that a little bit later and add it to the blog post if i get time or if i think about it i will but i don't think the dome method is really good to use or to reuse soil at least not when you're just cutting the stubble down and leaving it maybe it would be if you're taking all the root mass out so things like basil cilantro uh, mustards anything like that they'd use the dome method for it's probably not a good idea to reuse the soil um, you're just not going to get great results like you would with a radish or a broccoli, a kohlrabi, or anything that you're going to use weight on top. If you can put weight on top of those seeds and push it down into the soil through the stubble, then you're going to have good soil seed contact. You're going to get great germination that looks like the trays will grow. 
you know, that's the that's the results of the experiment. It you know really went well, especially for the weighted uh, microgreens like broccoli and and um, the radishes. So that really surprised me. Again, I got we got a really great full even tray, and I was very surprised and shocked. And actually, that, that's good news that people can reuse it. Now the question comes down: Should you reuse it? And my recommendations are going to be different than my conclusions. So my conclusion is that, yes, you can reuse microgreen soil and grow a new batch of microgreens. Um, but that's not what I'm going to recommend. And here's why I'm not going to recommend that. The main reason I'm not going to recommend uh, growing microgreens on used soil is a disease issue. And, yes, even though I was worried about dampening off disease and that is an issue, I'm more worried about bacterial growth. The fact that we've used these trays before, um, if there were any bad bacteria like E. coli, Listerine, and you know salmonella, any of those things, uh, bad bacteria that could get us sick, they've had a chance to grow on that soil for at least a week, up to 10 days, maybe even 15 days, and get a fairly decent population. And then when we re-wet that soil, that population is just going to explode exponentially and could cause problems. Now, normally I don't really worry too much about bacteria issues on microgreens, especially the way that we grow them here where we just bottom water because the greens are never really wet after the seeds have grown. But here we're re-wetting the soil surface where a population could have bloomed once and died off and then you know, the spores are still there, whatever bacteria, leave. I guess they're not spores. I guess they just go dormant, but they could reactivate and, and have a higher population the next time you grow on them. So I don't want anyone to get sick. So I'm obviously not going to recommend that. And if I had a good lawyer and I had a good insurance person, they'd probably say the same thing. There's no way you're going to recommend that. Even if you could grow it, I'm still not recommending reusing microgreen soil over again, at least not until you've composted it and sterilized it. So I think the disease issue is self-explanatory. There's other issues too. If you take a look at that video in the blog post, it took me a long time to clip those broccoli down to where I could actually get seeds on the soil. And if you look at the video, I sped a lot of that up 800 times as fast as that I was really doing it. So there's a lot of time. And since a bag of soil costs 99 cents or $1.29, or if you buy it in bulk under a dollar a bag or a dollar a tray, at least for the whole microgreens tray, I don't think it's really worth it. I mean, you know, for 15, 20 minutes of my time to get possibly bad results, I'd rather just like compost that old microgreen soil. My garden will love it. The landscape will love it. Even if you just spread it out on someone's lawn, it's doing a lot more good there than it is back in that microgreens tray. And the new soil is going to grow a full, beautiful tray of microgreens every time. Where if you're reusing the soil, yes, I did have good luck with this one, but you never know what could happen. So for a dollar, dollar twenty-nine, even a dollar fifty, it's not worth reusing the soil. It's not worth my time to clip it down and take a chance. I'll just dump that out, put it in the compost pile, put new soil in the tray, set some seeds on them, and in seven days I'll have a brand new spanking tray of microgreens. I don't want you to take my recommendation as some sort of judgment or pronouncement. I mean, it's just my opinion in the end. You guys are all adults. You can make up your own decisions. You can take a look at my um, article, see what I did, and if you want to repeat it and do it, then that's up to you, not up to me. It's just, you know, again, it's just my recommendation and my opinion that you don't reuse the soil. Within the article, I got a little bit deeper for other reasons, and I obviously have links 
that discuss all the chances of disease and things like that. So if you want to take a look at it, just go to the show notes at homemakergreens.com forward slash 009 and take a look at the article. You can watch the video and make up your own mind whether you want to grow microgreens on reused soil. So thank you for listening. I hope you have a great week and we'll see you again next week on Thursday or Friday. Thank you for listening to the microgreens podcast. Don't forget to subscribe and leave a comment. It really helps out the podcast. As always, stop by homemakergreens.com and say hello. Now before the next show, plant your next tray of microbes. Let's keep growing.